person. I want to give you that definition again. Fear is an unpleasant and often strong emotion caused by anticipation or awareness of danger. They're, they're saying be aware of touching people. Be aware of going out. Be, be, be aware that you remain in a place where you're constantly washing your hands and keeping your house sanitized and all of these different things. Uh, there, there is an emotional awareness of danger that you may contact the virus. That you may come in contact with someone who has the virus. And, 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 and sometimes fear is, is, is not a bad thing. It's an awareness. It's an emotional anticipated awareness or being self-conscious of something that you need to probably prevent from happening in your life. Uh, when we think about that word fear, anxious concern. We think about it, fear, reason for alarm. Come on, there, there's reason for anxious concern in our nation today. Uh, there, there, there's reason for alarm. Uh, what am I going to do tomorrow? I got to go to work and my babies are home and I, I, don't, I don't have enough food right now. I, I don't have enough money to stay off work. My, my sick time hasn't kicked in yet. I don't have enough personal days. You, you have a natural right to have anxious concern. But the Bible says, be not anxious for anything. Come on now. Uh, uh, come on, we got to be able to settle ourselves in the place of fear, natural fear. Uh, when we talk about fear, a state marked by a certain emotion, something that has evoked a, a certain emotion in your life. Uh, you're emotional right now. The, the grocery stores are empty. The shelves are empty. Uh, rabbi, gas prices may go up. Come on now. Uh, medical bills and insurance. Well, what if my child just catches a cold and, and I got to go to the doctor unexpectedly? That is natural fear. Come on now. Fear. It's to be afraid. It's to be afraid when we when we think about it and we look at the text here. God gave me this. He gave me this text. And when we think about it, we look at it. And we look at Jehoshaphat. We talk about this story. We talk about Jehoshaphat. He, he was a king who was afraid. How many of you have ever been in a situation where you've just simply been afraid? I talked about it on last night. I, I'm afraid of heights, naturally. I, I don't like roller coasters. I, I, I don't like anything. And I always joke about the scripture that God says, Lo, I'll be with you always. Come on now. I, I would rather be on the ground now. I, I don't mind going up in an airplane. But to be on a roller coaster, man, my stomach drops. I'm afraid to go up and to go all the way down. When I'm in those hotels and you got the neuro hotels where uh, when the elevator goes up, uh, it shows you the inside of the man. I'm standing at the door. If I'm in a room and I need to look out the window and I have to look down, I, I'm afraid naturally to just look down. But 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 here it is. Uh, we all have moments in our life where we're afraid, but but because of the grace of God, but because of faith, because of the power of God, he will allow us to overcome the natural fears of life. Come on, I want you to say that God's power will allow you at some point in your life to overcome natural fears. Come on now, we're, we're in a state where people are naturally afraid. What am I going to do when we think about it? There, there are some things that you got to do. Some things that you got to do when you are confronted with natural fear, when you're confronted with the crisis. You've got to accept the reality of fear. You must face the facts 
and the reality that you are outnumbered. Come on now. When we look at this story in, 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 in 2 Chronicles 20, the king gets news that three armies have approached his camp and they're ready to attack his camp. Unexpectedly, the king is fearful. You, you've got to understand that you, you're, you are outnumbered. Come on. How are we outnumbered? There's not enough food. There's not enough babysitters. Come on now. Some things are running out. I, I don't have enough sick time right now. That, that's enough to just naturally have some fear and awareness that you've got to begin to plan in a crisis. Come on now. Now it came about that after this, the sons of Moab and the sons of Ammon together with the sons of the Minyanites came to make war against Jehoshaphat. Come on now. You've got to accept the reality that you are outnumbered sometimes. I'm outnumbered by, by, by the situation in my house. I'm outnumbered by my financial situation. I'm outnumbered by the bills and the medical bills. I'm just outnumbered. I, I don't have enough money to pay for all of this. I, I, I don't have enough time to deal with all of the issues in my life. And, and I definitely don't have enough time. Uh, come on now. To do all the things that I need to do. I'm, I'm outnumbered. I'm afraid. What am I going to do? I, I was never expecting this to happen in my life. I, I got a savings account. Yes, I do. But I wasn't expecting to use my savings account this early. I, I got a 401k. I, I was never expecting to use all of that right now. It was for a, a, a better rainy day. Hallelujah. A rainy day that I could enjoy. A rainy day that I could see coming. Come on now. The reality of fear generally hits you when you least expect it. The king and his people were comfortable and not expecting this to happen. Come on, look at the text. Jehoshaphat himself, he was the king and he was afraid. Naturally, he was afraid for his people. He was afraid for his men. I, I don't have enough men to fight these three armies. I, I'm already outnumbered. Come on, you must accept the harsh reality that you are naturally afraid of what's happening. Come on now. He was afraid of what was happening. Oh, Rabbi, he, he, he was afraid of what was happening all around him. Come on now. I've got three armies that are, that are coming against me right now. I got cancer in my wife's body, I got medical bills that I still got to pay. I just lost my job and, and my children are going crazy. Come on now. I didn't expect cancer to hit my house. I didn't expect to lose my job and now my car's been repossessed. My lights are being turned out and now I got issues with my children and they all happen together. Come on now. They, they all come against me at the same time. Unexpectedly my daughter gets pregnant. My, my son goes out and do something stupid. Come on now. I'm talking to the reality of natural fear. When it hits your house, you've got to be able to accept the reality that it's there and that you're feeling that way. Come on now. Jehoshaphat was afraid and he turned his attention to seek the Lord and to proclaim a fast. Come on now. And to proclaim a fast throughout all Judah. The reality of fear draws us to deal with those things that have caused us to be you that have caused us to be afraid. You've got to you've got to look at fear and you've got to deal with it. 
You've got to confront the fears of your life. Uh, I've been fearful to start this business. I, I've been fearful to step out and, and walk by faith. You, you've got to confront the issue of why you are afraid. I don't have enough. I've been rejected over and over again. I don't know where to start. Uh, I started again and I lost the business. I, I went through four bankruptcies already. You've got to confront the fear of failure. You've got to confront the fear and the armies of rejection and lack in your life and in your heart. Come on now, see it. When we talk about it, the reality is here, is that you must, you must do what you need to do. The reality of fear is that you should never negate the, never negate the power of prayer. God knows that you are afraid. And that you need his help. However, he's waiting on you. Never allow fear. Hear this point. Never allow your fear to negate the power of turning and giving it to God. Jehoshaphat understood. I am afraid. I'm fearful. But I'm not that fearful. That I will not turn my heart to God and place it at the altar. Come on. Cast all of your cares upon me. For my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. Come on now. I need you to hear this. I need you to hear it. So pastor, what do we do? I want to give you some keys of how to deal with fear. How to cause your fear to become victory. How does fear translate into my victory in this story come on now come on now number one hallelujah here we are fear it reminds God of who he is in verse number six come on now and he said oh Lord this is Jehoshaphat praying he said and he said oh Lord the God of our fathers huh? and you are not are you not the God in the heavens he's asking a question and are you not the ruler over all the kingdoms of the nations power and might are in your hands so that no one can stand against you when you are when you are confronted just like Jehoshaphat with an outburst of distractions and 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 things that 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 clouds your life and cause you to be fearful you've got to be able to allow your fear to remind you of who God is and not just reminding you but then you've got to remind God of who he is to you Jehoshaphat says are you not powerful enough to stand so that nobody comes against you. That's the God I know. Are you not the ruler of all nations? Do you not have power and might in your hands to stop this army from coming against me? Come on now. Fear reminds God. Number two, it listens to the voice of God. Somebody say, my fear will cause me to listen to the voice of God. Come on now. He prayed. He got the report. The report was not good. Uh, you got two months. Come on now. You you got you got two years. Come on now. You 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 got diabetes and you got high blood pressure. You got all of this going on. You you don't have enough time to make it right. You get the bad news. You got to be able to turn to God. You got to be able to place it at the altar. You got to be able to place it at the feet of God. Even though you're still a little worried. Even though you still have anxious concern. You got to be able to give it to God. Just like Jehovah. He said, are you not God enough to cover me when I'm outnumbered, when you know I wasn't ready, when you know I don't have enough to defeat this army? But here it is, after you pray, and while you're praying, allow 
your fear to become a victory that allows you to listen. Uh, from fear to victory, it listens to the voice of God. Come on now. In verse number 15. Uh, come on now. And he said, listen, all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat, thus said the Lord to you, do not fear, come on, hear it, or be dismayed because of this great multitude, because of what you're going through, because of what you're feeling, because of what you're facing right now, don't be dismayed, for the battle is not yours, but it's God's come on now, you, you're, you're reminding God of who he is, but then he turns around and he says, I'm getting ready to show you who I am come on now, he says uh, do not fear or be dismayed because of this great multitude for this battle is not yours but it's mine you you just told me that nothing can stand against me see when you pray God responds come on now from fear to victory it reminds God of who he is from fear to victory it listens to the voice of God sometimes you got to listen to the voice of God and let the power of God encourage you in a state where you're where you're where you where you are aware that danger is around you but you got to listen be not dis made. Don't be knocked out on your back because of this great multitude. All of the things that are going on in your life right now, I'm going to give you enough. I'm going to take care of your children. I'm going to take care of your job. I'm going to take care of your car. I'm going to take care of everything because this battle belongs to me, not yours. Come on now. It reminds God. It listens and then it obeys the instructions of God. Come on. From fear to victory. Come on now. When I'm trying to produce victory out of my fear. Uh, it obeys the instructions of God. Verse number 17. Uh, you need not fight in this battle. Station yourselves and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. Oh Judah, come on, hear the instructions. Hear it again. Dude, don't fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow, come on now. Tomorrow, go out and face them for the Lord is with you. I need somebody to say it. God is going to be with me. I might be crying, but God is going to be with me. I might be a little weak, but God is going to be with me. I might be outnumbered, but God is going to be with me. Come on now. From fear to victory, it reminds God. It listens to God. It obeys God. You've got to allow the things that you've been afraid of. You've got to allow those things to push you to a place where you can obey the voice of God. Get up tomorrow and confront that thing that is coming against you. Get up tomorrow and declare that the blessing of the Lord make it rich in your life. Begin to declare that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Begin to declare that I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I am a lender and not a bow. Begin to declare that you said that when I pay my tithe, that you'll rebuke the devourer for my sake. When I give my offering, that you will open up the windows and pour me out a blessing where I won't have room enough to receive. It. You said that when I sow my seed, that when I give, it shall come back to me. Good pressure shaken down. Will men give back into my bosom? From fear to victory, it reminds God of who he is. It listens to the voice of God. It obeys the instructions of God. And then here it is. It believes in the plan of God. So verse number 20, they arose early in the morning and they went out to the wilderness. And when they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and he said, listen to me. Oh, Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Here it is. You've got to believe. He said, put your trust in the Lord, your God, and we will be established. 
Put your trust in the prophets and you will succeed. Come on now. After you remind God of who he is. After you listen to the voice of God. After you obey his instructions. It's time to believe. I know you're still a little scared. But you got to believe that God is for you and not against you. That when you believe in the Lord your God. You shall be established. And as you hear the sound of the man of God. You will succeed. I'm telling you today that God is never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. He's going to be right there. It might be late, but it's going to be on time for you. It might be a little long, but God is going to be there. Don't get weary in well-doing, but wait, but wait, for in due season you shall reap. Allow your fear to become a victory of belief. And here we go as we close. Here we go. From fear to victory, it reminds God of who he is. It listens to the voice of God. Come on. Come on. From fear to victory. Come on now. My victory allows me to obey the instructions of God. Uh, victory is being produced in my life when I begin to believe in the plan of God. What is the plan of God? Stand still. Station yourself and see the salvation of the Lord. But here it is, the last one. From fear to victory. Come on now. It's going to give me a victory that will cause me to pursue in praising God. Come on now. At the end of it, you got to know how to praise God. I got a bad doctor's report. I'm going to praise God. I got a bad doctor's report. I keep seeing Bishop Ellis and Sabrina Ellis. Every time they went into the hospital and they got bad news, they begin to praise God. When they got good news, they begin to praise God. I remember seeing my baby when she was dealing with cancer and she was hurting in her body, but she began to praise God. When she came out of chemo, she praised God. It was her pursuit in praise. God. Verse number 22, here it is. When they begin singing and praising, the Lord set ambushments against the sons of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, so they were routed. Here it is. When your fear is channeled into victory, it'll cause you to remind God of how strong he is. It'll remind God. It'll cause you to listen to the voice of God. It'll cause you to obey the instructions. It'll cause you to believe. And then it'll cause you to stand up and confront what is facing you and as you begin to praise God she prayed it this morning that he's given us charge over our angels and when you praise God your fear now becomes an ambushment against your enemies and because you believe because you're listening because you reminded God and because you've obeyed him he allows your praise to rout your enemies I need you to lift your hands today and simply declare from fear to victory. Come on, say it, Rock Church. From fear to victory. Come on now. Jehoshaphat sent his singers first. And because he put praise first, when they got to the end of the battle, a battle that they never fought, it was God who fought the battle on their behalf. When you learn to stand and station yourself, position yourself, and posture yourself, you will see the salvation of the Lord. God will save this nation. He's going to rescue us. He's going to bring us out for this battle is not yours, but it's mine. In Jesus' name, come on and declare from fear to victory. My life will never be the same. I will get up tomorrow. I will get up today in faith, uh, even though I can't see it right now, but I will posture myself. I'll stand and station myself so that I will see the salvation of the Lord. He's my savior, my deliverer, my refuge in him will I trust uh, all the day long. Come on now. You need prayer right now. 
and you want the blessing of the Lord to rest in your life and you're saying, Pastor G, I just don't have enough strength right now. I'm crying right now and my soul is hurting and I just don't know what to do right now. I I don't know what to do. I've tried it all and it seems like I keep failing in it. It seems like I, I, I just don't know how to get over this hump. You've got to remind God of who he is and what he means to you and what he means to the earth. You, you've got to set your ear to listen to him. He says, be not dismayed because of this great multitude. I know you're struggling. I know that that army of depression and anxiety and sickness and disease is coming against you. But he said, this is not your battle. It's mine. Will you let me fight it? All I need you to do is just stand, station yourself in worship and see the salvation of the Lord because I am with you. Just obey the instructions of God. And it it may be as simple as this. Just stop crying and worrying and just believe me. In some situations, it might be harder, easier said than done. But if you can just obey him, you can just trust and trust in the Lord with all of thy heart. Lean not to thy own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Just believe him and pursue. Don't run away. Face and confront your fears and allow the blessing of the Lord to give you some spoils that belong to you at the end of the story. The enemy was defeated. It took him three days to pick up the spoils. God doesn't want you to fight naturally. He wants you to fight spiritually through your worship, through your prayer, through your intercession. Have faith and believe God. You want to be saved today by simply confessing that Jesus is your Lord and Savior. I want you to lift your hands. You want to rededicate your life to God today. Because you understand that you've been disconnected. I want you to lift your hands today. You, you want to receive the power of the Holy Ghost. The, the power of the Holy Ghost that will give you faith to overcome fear. That will give you faith to, to overcome unbelief and, and doubt today. Father, I thank you in Jesus' name. Everybody that has raised their hands. If you want to be saved, how do I do it? You simply confess. Believe in your heart. Acknowledge that Jesus Christ died on the cross for you. and Ask him to forgive you of your sin. And simply say, will you be my savior? Will you allow me to come into the fold and to be a believer? How do I rededicate? Simply say, Lord, I want to come back. He's married to the backslider. How do I receive the power of the Holy Ghost? Simply lift your hands and say, Lord, allow your power to fall in my life right now and receive it in Jesus.